it's week 13 in the NFL. Roydog underscore 13? Is there some kind of a connection here? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 on Facebook at Dennis M. Roy there. How are we doing this morning, everybody? I am good after getting some well-needed sleep. Yes, I am still pissed off. Uh, whether it is warranted or not, if it was an innocent question about questioning what I am doing in the Sports Illustrated DFS chat or not. It's neither here nor there. Uh, Basically, I'm just going to put it like this. You are, if you are strictly a gambling person and you want to walk into a fucking DFS chat room and not expect one of the DFS people, even if he's not getting paid or not, but the guy who's been there for five fucking years, and you want to question what's going on, you better expect me to be fucking completely pissed off at that because that just means that you are not paying any fucking attention. And you know what? Truth be told, get the fuck out of the Daily Fantasy shit. Especially, like I said, if you're the fucking gambling guy. You have no fucking place in there whatsoever. So... Basically, for the time being, if you're over on SI, I'm not going to be in the main chat room anymore for whatever amount of time. But, and this is for the Discord chat. So, basically, if you want to get a hold of me, if you want to ask me questions, just you can DM me uh, personally through that Discord chat. Or, you know, DM me on Twitter. And Instagram, Facebook, you know, Messenger and stuff like that. I'll be more than happy to answer your questions, but I'm not going to put up with that shit. That's something that has been an issue with me with the industry as a whole anyways. is just, just what comes off as blatant disrespect. You know, just not, you know, there was no reason to even ask me a question out in the, out in the open like that without DMing me and finding out what's going on when I say talk about the spreadsheets, uh, the articles and stuff like that. That's my problem. You come to me first. If not, get the fuck out of our way. And this is mostly for the people that, you know, listen to the podcast because a lot of the people <clears throat> will not listen to the podcast. But my people that actually take this shit seriously... You are here. You are listening. You are listening to the docile tones of D-Roy. Um, 
but uh, it's neither here nor there. We got a slate to get through. We got a slate to get crushed. So let's get it started here. I'm going to try and get through this as quickly as humanly possible and set up my microphone so I can fucking read everything and do this. But all right, first game, New Orleans at Atlanta. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. That's why if I sound a little bit more docile, uh, my daughter's still sleeping. So <laughs> got to get it in. Got to get it in. New Orleans at Atlanta. Uh, New Orleans opened as a three and a half point favorite. Forty-seven and a half was the over/under. New Orleans is now a three-point favorite. Forty-six is the over/under. Uh, we know what we do here. We grab players of any type of interest based on the spreadsheet, uh, the numbers that we got here. So we are going to take a look at Taysom Hill. We're going to take a look. I doubt he may. I highly doubt he makes it. Um, in here, but we have to we have to take a look at the numbers. We have to take a look at all the stuff that is provided to us. Uh, let's see, Taysom Hill, seventy seven hundred thirty two and sixty three hundred go for seventh, sixth, and eighth. The price is a bit high. Um, that's kind of why I'm kind of backed off on him a little bit. Uh, Atlanta pass defense is nineteenth in DVOA, thirty first now in points allowed to the quarterback position at. 23.4, uh, 24.4, 26.8 on DK. Uh, so pass defense has actually gotten a little bit better through about the last four or five weeks. Uh, so we need to put that in consideration. I'm not looking at Kamara at all, even though this could be a game where he comes back. You know, you get that, re- that positive regression. I'm not going to bother with it whatsoever. Uh, the only wide receiver that I am going to take a look at is one Michael Thomas. Um, you can see it based on just the cost effectiveness on its own. He is 7,232 and 7,000. That's good for 12th, 4th, and 10th. So on FanDuel and DK, it's very good pricing over there. Uh, Atlanta's still 27th in DVOA versus wide receiver 1, 29th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 35.4 on FanDuel, 44.9 in DK. Darquise Denard would be the main guy to cover him. But we're going to take a look at all that there. Um, As far as the tight ends are concerned, I'm going to have to come through here. I'm going to actually look at Adam Troutman uh, right now. But I'm going to look at all three with Jared Cook, Josh Hill, and Adam Troutman and see which one is the right one. But Troutman, 4,310 and 2,500. Good for 37th, 26, and 32. Uh, So near minimum price on FanDuel, minimum price on Yahoo and DK. Atlanta is still 30th in DVOA versus tight ends, and they're 32nd in points allowed to the tight end position at 13 on FanDuel and 15.9 on DK. So uh, we'll take a look there. I kind of want to take a look at the snap share between the three um, and see if there's anything in there that's going to correlate. All right, so Atlanta was a place that we... We utilized last time against the Saints. I want to come back and look at this again um, because I think a lot of people are going to be off. Now, we have injuries within uh, not only secondary but the Saints defense as a whole. So I want to see if any of that is any 
anything that I can use to explain why I want to maybe go back to Matt Ryan. Uh, 7,427 and 5,600. Good for 10th, 15th, and 19th. Pass defense is second in DVOA. Uh, fourth in points allowed to the quarterback position at 36.4 and 36.5. Or 26. Why is that number? Oh, 16.4 and 16.5. My bad. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, New Orleans defense has gotten really good uh, over the last four weeks. So, but the, like this, like I said, there's injuries here. Uh, Janoris Jenkins is going to be out. Um, Patrick Robinson is actually questionable as well. So I just kind of want to take a look in here and see what's up. Uh, but really, when I look at it, there's only a couple places that I'm really looking at, and and that's at quarterback. That's at uh, wide receiver Calvin Ridley. 8,400, 29, and 7,200, good for third, eighth, and eighth. So, <clears throat> as far as quarterback's concerned, I'll probably end up taking out um, Matt Ryan and taking a look at Ridley. The, the problem with the Atlanta Falcons offense is that they just seem to stall out way too often and uh, settle for field goals. So, I mean, if we had you know, kickers available, I'd probably just go Atlanta kicker with, uh, oh God, what the hell is it? Young Ho, Young Hoku. I'd probably just settle on him and just move on, but uh, not l- looking at defenses here, I don't think, although Atlanta's has been playing decent lately. So I may take a look at them as a punt, as a clear punt, because um, I I don't really have much love for the Taysom Hill led offense. I apologize to anybody who might be offended by that comment, but it's just they're not they're not anything without Drew Brees. Drew Brees is really a, the cook that stirs the pot here. So we'll move on. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. Chicago opened as a three-point favorite. 45.5 was the over-under. Currently, uh, Chicago is a three-point favorite. Over-under is at 45. Pardon me. So, you know, we got the Lions again. Got the injuries. (laughs) Still don't know if DeAndre Swift is even going to play in this game. Matthew Stafford's questionable, but that's only because of his thumb. Uh, No Kenny Galladay, which really sucks. Um, and as far as, as far as the passing targets, I'm not really sold on anybody here. Although I saw somebody put up that is, uh, Quintez Cephas season. Uh, that was the guys over at, um, at roster watch had put that up. So that's kind of curious to me. And why you would look at Quintess Cephas, and I'm a Wisconsin guy too. I mean, they're bare minimum price, but I mean, you got you have everybody from Danny Amendola all the way down to Jamal Agnew is pretty much um, bare minimum pricing in there. So I don't know why you would look at that. But Danny Amendola, whew, pardon me, is back. So 
And against Buster Screen, I actually don't hate him. I kind of like going against the slot guys. Um, although the rookie, anybody going against the rookie and Jalen Johnson is in play here. So I might, I might just take a look within this whole, this whole uh, area of wide receivers and see if I can pull out like a cheap, a cheap guy to fill in for GPPs maybe. Definitely, we like the you know I've I've liked the Bears side all week. As soon as I saw him against Detroit, and it's funny because everybody is like, "Oh, Mitch Trubisky, this is his history against the Detroit Lions." Well, no shit. You haven't seen it on fucking Turkey. You didn't see it on Turkey Day last year. Come on, come on. Uh, so we do. We will look at the Bears on the other side here. There's a couple things that we need to uh, watch out for. Uh, both Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson are questionable. And I know Robinson, for a fact, went questionable late this week. Um, so I got to get in there and kind of look at that. He's in a really, really good spot against uh, Amani. It's our guy, Amani Awarie. <laughs> if I could fucking say it. Um, that's the, that's the dude that, uh, Will, Will Fuller lined up with last week. So, imagine that, it's really chalk, but, uh, going back to quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, 6,900, 22, and 5,400, good for 21st, 24th, and 22nd. Uh, 28th ranked pass defense for the Detroit Lions, 26 in points allowed to the quarterback position at 20.6 and 21.7, so... This is going to be the uh, chalk cash game guy in Mitch Trubisky. Now, whether or not I we would actually want to use Mitch Trubisky in cash, that's really the question. He's more of a GPP type guy because, I mean, as much as the Lions defense is completely fucking depleted, um, he could still really suck it up, especially with... Robinson and Mooney, like, let's say if one or the other doesn't play, uh, especially Robinson. Well, does that cap his upside in in cash, in GPPs, if he if they're not available? That's kind of the question. So something that we'll need to figure out here. I'll need to look at those injuries, like I said. So, uh, But David Montgomery is going to be real chalk against Detroit. At 6,217 to 5,500, good for 19th, 28th, and 24th. Uh, Lions pass uh, rush defense DVOA is 23rd versus running back in the passing game. Their DVOA is 32nd. 32nd in points allowed to the uh, running back position as a whole. At 30.7 on FanDuel, 33.8 on DK. Uh, David Montgomery is a real chalk chalk spot. Um saw what he did against the Green Bay Packers. Now, it was one huge run that he had that really got him a lot of the yards. And then, of course, the Packers then, you know, as they get, as they tend, as the Packers defense tends to do um, late in games, when they're in these spots where they get completely far ahead, the defense plays really relaxed. Um, they're just trying to get out without getting fucking injured and stuff, so... Um, David Montgomery's one guy that maybe we take a look at, but maybe we skip. 
and just not take the risk because it is uh, David Montgomery. And that was literally like the only game that he's been good all season. Or, you know, perceived looked good. So maybe we fade it. Maybe we use it. I, I don't hate using him in the GPP just to kind of keep our ass covered on that because it is the Lions defense. But that offensive line is still, if you look at the, if you look at the, uh, matchup ratings for the offensive line. So right up, right in between the running backs and the um, wide receivers, you'll have their offense, their rush offense, uh, DV, DVOA, and you'll also have the uh, P, the Pro Football Focus offensive line matchup rush advantage, and their uh, Detroit actually has the advantage over the offensive line. Um, which is, you know, according to Football Outsiders, is uh, 21st in the league. So I'm more willing to use quarterbacks with bad offensive lines than I am uh, running backs with bad offensive lines. So uh, just kind of pay attention to that. We'll go over it uh, when I put the final report out. All right, so Allen Robinson, still putting these guys in. They're questionable. Uh, but Allen Robinson will, you know, if he gets cleared, would be the first guy in uh, to cash. I don't think you can pass it up considering his prices. His prices, uh, sixty nine hundred twenty seven and sixty seven hundred, good for fifteenth, eleventh, and thirteenth. Twenty uh, first, uh, Detroit Lions twenty first in DVOA versus wide receiver ones, or twenty six overall in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Uh, 32.8 and 41.2. Now that's an eight spot jump because of Will Fuller last week. So, um, I don't want to get, you know, I don't think I want to get too really overblown on here. Um, but I do like, I do like the fact too, if you look at Darnell Mooney, uh, his targets, he's been getting some longer targets. It just hasn't been, uh, getting, you know, they haven't been completing these longer targets. So Darnell Mooney, 5,111 and 3,400, good for 55th, 69th, and 66th. Uh, 25th uh, in DVOA versus wide receiver twos are the Detroit Lions. So I think Mooney's in play, uh, especially since his price is way down there, but not as a cash. It's more of a um, GPP type play here. Uh, Bears defense, I would take a look. I would definitely take a look at um, this week if you're looking up for uh, more of a pay-up option. Let's see, 4,200, 16, and 3,100. It's not a bad, they're not bad prices. Eighth, seventh, and ninth. So um, you're actually still getting kind of a discount on them. And the Lions are 24th in points allowed to opposing defenses at 7.55. That's the NFL.com number. Uh, we saw that Houston even got a touchdown last week. So this defense is a lot better in Houston. So uh, it's definitely something to consider going back to the well in. Cleveland at Tennessee. Cleveland at Tennessee. Um, what did I do here with the Vegas line? Hold on one second. Oh, as everything you know that happens with the spreadsheet, there's always one mistake. 
there's always like one blatant mistake, and that happened to be the Vegas line for the uh, Cleveland-Tennessee game. It's going to list the old uh, the old Pittsburgh one, just the way that I, for, I format it and everything. Uh, sometimes I just use the regular opening currents uh, for other games just to kind of fill in, just so I fill in the spot. And then for whatever reason, uh, I know I did the Tennessee, I know I did this game, with the Vegas line, and it didn't pop in there. But Tennessee opened as a three and a half point favorite. Uh, Fifty-two was the over/under. Uh, it's now currently Tennessee at five and a half, and a total is fifty-three. So it's going up. Um, there's a lot of speculation on whether or not you really want to, if this game is really going to blow up or not, uh, based on game flow, uh, just how the offense is you know, run themselves. Um, every once in a while, they'll tend to just kind of bog themselves down and uh, try to slow play, roll the clock out, and that's kind of what both of these teams really do uh, more on the Tennessee side than it does on the Cleveland side. So um, good matchups for both running games, which is just, ugh, God, Oh, can they get to that over under? But the, it's good spot. It's good spots for a lot of players here, like uh, Baker Mayfield, seventy one hundred twenty three and fifty three hundred, go for sixteen twenty one and twenty five. Pass defense DVOA for the Tennessee Titans is t- at twenty seventh. They're twenty eighth in points allowed to the quarterback position, at twenty one point seven on FanDuel, twenty two point eight on DraftKings. So. Uh, Baker Mayfield's actually kind of a pivot off of Trubisky, to be completely honest. But uh, I digress. Uh, both running backs are in play for Cleveland. Uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Let me get them put in here real quick, and then I'll go through them. Um, almost basically almost came through last week with that whole uh, using both running backs. In the same backfield. I actually tried it on one. Um, but Nick Chubb, 8,730 and 7,700. Good for third, fifth, and third. Uh, as high as he is in his cost, it's actually a lot lower than uh, Derrick Henry and Delvin Cook still. So um, it's definitely somewhere where we can look. Kareem Hunt, 6,300. 25 and 5,400. Good for 18th, 10th, and 26. He should be heavily involved in this game too. Uh, uh, Titans are 17th in rush defense DVOA, 20th against running backs in the passing game, uh, 26 in points allowed to opposing running backs at 22.7 and 25.9. So um, definitely, definitely can consider both here. Um, Boy, oh boy. Um, Man, as far as the passing targets, though, this is what really kind of keeps me off of Baker Mayfield. And this will be probably the reason why I would pull off of him, uh, whether or not it's uh, right or not. But uh, really, Jarvis Landry is the guy that's, you know, bullguarding all the targets here. Now, there is a curiosity for me um, to consider another wide receiver. 
the reason being is because Kaderil Hodge and Taewon Taylor are both out, which means that you, right now, until they would activate anybody, all you really have is Rashad Higgins and Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, available for Cleveland. So, um, so here, let's get through the matchups here first. Uh, with Jarvis Landry, we'll start out uh, 6,015 and 6,200. Good for 25th, 44th, 44th. He's only $15 on um, Yahoo, 62 and uh, 18th on DK. Um, DVOA versus wide receiver ones, Titans are 18th. Uh, 21st in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 32.8 and 42.1. He would be covered by Desmond King uh, when he's in the slot. Um, now, whether or not Higgins or Peoples-Jones could actually go into the slot from time to time, uh, that would remain to be seen. But it, Landry should actually have an uh, advantage over Breon Borders um, and Malcolm Butler anyways as the main pass target. But Rashad Higgins, too, at 5,400, 13, and 4,000. Good for 42nd, 59th, and 50th. 18th in DVOA versus wide receiver twos. Uh, doesn't really have the matchup versus Brian Borders. But, man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. We have to take a look at this. Because every once in a while we need some value. Whether or not we use it or not, it it the it, the funny part is that the value actually all worked out for the most part, except for like one running back, right? And I'm not buying into this whole thing that Brian Hill was actually that bad last week. He just didn't get a touchdown, and that went to Edo Smith. That's the only reason why he didn't work out. Um, Naheem Hines only really worked out on DK. He didn't work out on Fanduel that much. But, uh, yeah, Peoples-Jones, too, is 4,610 and 3,000, good for 90th, 78th, and 80th. They're only going to really be viable if the game flow gets into that spot where, <clears throat> you know, they'd have to throw. But with the injuries all to the wide receivers, that means that you're going to see your tight ends be a little bit more involved here um now we did see that steven carlson actually was involved last week too so david and joku no targets last week but steven carlson got a couple um hooper would be the main guy still although you know you can still see a three tight end you can see a two tight end three tight end set a two tight end set with Hooper and Joku, but they can move Harrison Bryant out in the slot too. But he hasn't been getting targeted lately. Most of them don't get targeted anyway that much anyways, but um God damn. I think I'm gonna put Hooper in just so I can look at the other tight ends. So we'll consider a Hooper. We'll actually consider Hooper, who I actually like more than uh, probably Peoples-Jones and maybe not as much as Higgins. I kind of like Higgins. But uh, Austin Hooper, 5,315 and 3,800, good for 14th, 10th, and 11th. Oof. 
Why is he priced up so much? He shouldn't be that high. Um, oh, some good tight ends actually missing this week. That's probably why. But thirty for, uh, Titans are 31st in DVOA versus opposing tight ends, 24th in points allowed at 11.9 and 14.5. Uh, would be covered by Kenny Vaccaro, who's not very good with tight ends. Um, Hooper would be more of a, you know, you're, it, that's kind of the touchdown hunting um, that we would do. So we'll have to see what's going on there. Um, okay, good. Uh, let's go to Titan side. We'll come back anyway. We'll be back in this game anyways today. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, 7,830 and 6,200. Good for 6th, 9th, and 9th. I like the DK and the Yahoo price a little bit more. Um, anytime you can get a quarterback somewhere around $30 on uh, Yahoo, you kind of take a look at it because it's a hell of a value. Um, pretty much anything on Yahoo if you get it between... Um, <clears throat> Uh, as far as running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks, if you get it between the thirty and twenty dollar range, it's actually pretty decent value. Um, anything under twenty is extreme value. So that's why I still like Cooper Cup all the time because he's been sitting at like eighteen dollars, and that's ridiculous for what you can get out of Cooper Cup. Uh, but let's see, Cleveland's pass defense, which will be down Denzel Ward this week. 23rd in pass defense DVOA, 21st in points allowed to the quarterback position at 19 and 21. Uh, so he is definitely in play there. Uh, now they do hold a disadvantage in the uh, pass advantage matchup, but I still like him there. Uh, they hold an extreme advantage in the in the running game. So we have to we have to take a look at Derrick Henry again. Have to take a look. You don't have to you don't have to use him. Whether or not we go high end running back is is questionable this week. Um, this game I actually am starting to like as a stack more and more. But uh, Derrick Henry ten thousand thirty four and ninety two hundred good for second third and second. Yahoo Yahoo having him at $34 is really odd. I would have thought he would have been up near about $37, $38. So Yahoo, I'm really into Henry for cash. Um, I don't know if necessarily need him for FanDuel and DK. Um, matchup is decent at 20th ranked DVOA. Uh, 23rd versus running backs in the passing game. That's for Cleveland Browns. They are 10th in points allowed to the running back position, though, at 19 and 22.4, but Henry is a stud, so he can actually overcome that. Um, James Robinson ran all over these fuckers last week. And if James Robinson can do it with a better offensive line, Derrick Henry can definitely do it. So... All right, so here's the thing. Now, A.J. Brown's going to be very under underutilized because <clears throat> you're going to see the DVOA uh, of three 
against wide receiver ones, but that's with Denzel Ward in there. With no Denzel Ward in there, that leaves A.J. Brown to be really, really open uh, against uh, Terrence Mitchell. Cleveland is 25th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 32.4 and 40.1. Uh, so I like him. Humphreys is back, actually, from his concussion. Um, they had Tavier Thomas on Cameron Batson, but that's actually going to be for Humphreys. Um, wide receiver twos have had, had success last week. That's why the DVOA jumped from... 4 to 12. That's why I put those bars in underneath there so you can see the weekly jumps. So, curiosity. I'm going to take a look at Corey Davis. Um, I'd probably prefer A.J. Brown. Uh, did I do the pricing for him? Okay, here. A.J. Brown. 8,200. Hold on now. 8,200, 25, and 7,600. Good for 4th, 18th, and fifth. So on Yahoo, why the fuck would AJ Brown be eighteenth? If the other sites priced him up. The other sites priced him up. And Yahoo kept his price low. So we could take advantage of that right there. Because if you look here, so Corey Davis is sixty one hundred, twenty and fifty one hundred, good for twenty fourth, twenty third, and thirty first. It's not that much of a different like on the other two sites, it's a hell of a savings, like two grand in savings. Um, but you're only saving $5 going from A.J. Brown to Corey Davis. So I'll take A.J. Brown all day. Um, now, let's see here. Tannehill hasn't been thrown to the tight ends lately, but I'm going to have to take a look at this because you're going to have no Jonu Smith. So... Um, there's Anthony Ferkser chalk, but I got I got to take a look because um, Swain's been Swain was involved last week, and that really kind of makes me kind of you know pump the brakes a little bit. But let's see, forty six hundred fourteen and twenty five hundred good for twenty seventh, fifteenth, and thirty second. So he's pretty much he's bare minimum on DK. Twenty seventh in DVOA versus the tight end, twenty ninth in points allowed to the tight end position at twelve point eight and fifteen point seven. Malcolm Smith would be covering him, so I'm going to have some interest in Ferkser. But like I said, I need to take a look at Jeff Swaim and see what's going on with that there. Cincinnati at Miami. Miami opened as a ten and a half point favorite. Forty two and a half is the over under. It's very fucking low. How do you have ten and a half and it's a forty two? Uh, currently, Miami's now an 11.5-point favorite. 42.5 is the over-under there. Uh, no interest in Brandon Allen. I do like running backs against Miami. We did see that Frank Gore had some, some, uh, blah, 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 had some success last week still. So uh, Giovanni Bernard is an option for now. Come on. Um Where's he at? 5,800, 13, and 5,200. Good for 25th, 49th, and 32nd. That's hell of a value, um, to be completely honest with you. <clears throat> and he's going to be highly involved. He's been getting the t- he's been getting the touches even uh, when they've been losing. So let's see here. Uh, Dolphins, 25th in rush defense, DVOA, uh, 26th in, against running backs in the passing game. 
Uh, Bernard is the main pass catcher. 19th in points allowed to the position, 21 and 23.4. So as much as I respect the Miami Dolphins' defense, you know, their new lease on life this year, uh, running back has been uh, pretty, pretty good. Um, We're going to stay away from the wide receivers still. uh, But Tyler Boyd, actually, I have some interest because I like attacking Nick Needham. Um, but overall, I'm I'm probably going to list the Miami Dolphins defense here. So we come back around, and you got Tua, Tua, or Ryan Fitzpatrick. If Tua starts, I have no fucking interest at all. Like pretty much in anything to do with Miami's offense. Um. As far as passing games concerned, seventy four hundred for Ryan Fitzpatrick, twenty five and six thousand, good for tenth, eighteenth, and eleventh. I'm hoping this news comes out today. Otherwise, I just have to put. I'll have to put Fitzpatrick in his own category. Uh, quarterback position has been pretty good against Cincinnati lately because they haven't been able to stop it. The pass defense has just sucked. But um, so running back position here, though. Salvin Ahmed is doubtful. Matt Breida is out, and DeAndre Washington is now doubtful. That's going to leave two guys possibly available, and one of them has not come off the injured list yet, and that is Miles Gaskin and Patrick Laird. If it's Patrick Laird, I will not play it at all. If it's Miles Gaskin, I would definitely play this. Uh, 5,500, 17, and 5,900, good for 35th, 28th, and 18th. Uh, it's pretty good value over there, although I might still say I like Gio Bernard more on DK, uh, but Gaskins does uh, catch passes, which is good. Uh, Cincinnati, 21st in uh, rush defense DVOA, 11th versus running backs in the passing game, although that came down just last week uh, from 18th, so it's still a good spot. Um, 23rd in points allowed to the running back position at 20.9 and 23.2. So um, pay attention. If Miles Gaskin gets activated, I think he is definitely um, somebody that we can use uh, at a value spot to uh, get the job done here. Um, If Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting, then we... Always look at Devontae Parker, uh, 6,800, 23, and 6,400. Good for 16, 21, and 16. He's still a very hell of a value for cash games. Uh, definitely got the job done last week, which was good. We like that. Uh, ninth, the Cincinnati Bengals are ninth in DVOA versus wide receiver ones. And don't really care. They'll move them around the field. Uh, 22nd in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 31.8 and 39.5. So he does have the advantage over the guy that I usually don't like to attack, right? William Jackson the third, But I think we can definitely attack him here this week. Uh, Miami Dolphins defense always in play. They're first across the board. We don't need to get into the pricing on that. 28th are the Cincinnati Bengals in... Uh, points allowed to opposing teams' defenses, and that has stayed the same for the last three weeks. 
They were at 25th the two weeks prior to that, so they've been definitely like the elite team, one of the elite teams to actually attack all season. Jacksonville at Minnesota. Minnesota opened as a nine-point favorite. 49.5 was the over-under. Currently, Minnesota is a 10-point favorite. 51 is the over-under here. Um, As much as I like, God, as much as I like James Robinson, it's just his price has gotten so high, that's why I've kind of stayed off of him. Um, I don't, God, I don't think... I don't think I can do it. I, we've tried running backs before against it, and it should have been a good, but they just haven't gotten a job done. So I'm going to pass on James Robinson, even though he gets a lot of volume. If you like James Robinson, hey, hey, hey I'm not arguing with you whatsoever, okay? Um, I am looking at DJ Chark. The Vikings are 31st versus wide receiver ones. Um this is clearly a, I'm going to put some trust in the Jaguars to do the right thing and see the, what we're seeing. Cameron Dantzler has been terrible all year. So he's definitely a guy that we want to attack. Chark is 6,320 and 5,400. Good for 21st, 23rd, and 26th. It's way too low for Chark. I understand he hasn't been getting it done. He's been really disappointing this year, but um, he's a, he, he's they need to get him a quarterback for fuck's sakes. They're gonna lose him like they lost Allen Robinson if they don't get this shit corrected. So, um, uh, let's see Vikings thirtieth in points allowed to the wide receiver position at thirty five point nine and forty four. So it's definitely a spot to attack. Uh, but the only other guy, maybe Colin John. To be honest with you, Colin Johnson actually probably isn't that bad. Um, I'm going to put Colin Johnson in here. He's he's minimum price across the board. Seventeenth um, in DVOA versus wide receiver pluses. I want to take a look. I got to see what the target share was with Mike Lennon in here, and see if I want to follow or not. No, we didn't. We did have no Chris Conley last week, too. Um, so that may actually, you know, change this. But I kind of want to take a look. When you get backups that worked, that have been working together in practices and stuff like that, you kind of have to take a look at it um, and see if there's any correlation here. Viking side, Kirk Cousins is in play. Oh, God, nothing more than GPP. Because you can't trust them in cash. You can't trust them in cash with the with the uh, the workload. It's never. It's usually never that high. It's kind of like the whole thing with uh, Russell Wilson, where it's um, it's very efficient. So not a lot of not a lot of pass targets, but or throws, I should say. It's just the wide receivers have been getting the job done on their own. Uh, Seventy three hundred thirty sixty four hundred good for twelfth, ninth, and seventh. 31st uh, ranked pass defense DVOA, 30th in points allowed to the position at 22.7 and 24.1. Offensive line has the advantage across the board. I think Delvin Cook is still in play, uh, although he is expensive. Uh, 10-5. 
on FanDuel, 41 on Yahoo, 9,500 on DK. He is not going to be very popular this week because of what happened last week. i got to see the practice reports, too. Um, see if they've been ke- keeping him out lately. They should get up ahead really quickly on Jacksonville. Uh, they, If they're smart, they would rest him, but... Jacksonville 26 in rush defense DVOA, 16th versus running backs in the passing game, 27th in points allowed to the running back position at 24.3 and 28.2. Wide receivers. Man, I really want to look at Justin Jefferson again, but really if you look at it, uh, Adam Thielen is really the guy here. 7,800, 33, and 7,300, 9th, 3rd, and 7th. Um, there's no Sidney Jones. He is out this week. So that puts Thielen against Luke Baku. Barku. Uh, Luke Barku, who? Yeah, exactly. Um, 17th in DVOA already. Versus wide receiver ones, 28th in points allowed to the position, 33.2 and 42. Um, he's definitely in the best spot there. I'm not going to go back to this whole Chad BB, Ola BC Johnson. It's going to be Thielen and Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson, I have no issue with in seasonal. Uh, as far as DFS, I'm not. I'm not going to pay attention really there. Uh, looking at tight end. Um, we did see that Kyle Rudolph does get it done when Irv Smith is not there. So we're going to look at him again. Uh, his price has come up, though. 5012 well, except on Yahoo, which decides not to. And 3400 good for 18th, 20th, and 16th. Um, this is really part of our value package that we're putting together. Um, uh, Jacksonville's 22nd in DVOA versus tight ends, 30th in points allowed to the tight end position at 12.2 and 14.3. Andrew Wingard is slated to cover. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The defense. Now, the defense played pretty decent, actually, last week. I actually kind of like their price over on Yahoo. So that might be the reason. Pardon me. Might be the reason why I actually put them in there. It's just for the Yahoo, that Yahoo price at $13 on Yahoo. They can get the job done here against Jacksonville. And if you didn't like the Atlanta Falcons, you could just go to, you could just move up. Three dollars to Minnesota too. Uh, let's see, Las Vegas at New York Jets. Vegas eight point favorite. Or opened as an eight point favorite. Forty eight was the over under. Uh, they're now eight and a half point favorites at forty seven over under. No Josh Jacobs this week. So the big question is going to be whether or not we want to use Devontae Booker or not. Do you know what my answer is? If you said no, I'm not interested in Devontae Booker, that is the correct answer. Uh, Don't like using running backs versus the Jets. Um, I've been pretty consistent on that. 
Jets are eighth in rush defense DVOA, six versus running backs in the passing game, 16th in points allowed to the position at 21.6 and 25.4. I uh, think you're going to see a, a bit more of Jalen Richard and Alec Ingold that, than what you're going to want. Um, I'm also not blown away by his pricing, except maybe on Yahoo, right? So Devontae Booker, 6,014. And 5,500, good for 22nd, 43rd, and 24th. So, I mean, I'll I'll put them in just for the Yahoo price. Um, but I don't see me using them outside of maybe there. And that's all going to depend um, once you kind of put once you kind of put them up against the other guys, you know, if the other value type plays. And just really seeing, yeah, like see Devontae Booker, right? He's fourteen, but Gio Bernard is thirteen over on DK or on uh, Yahoo. So I can save a dollar, and I like him more. And then you'd have Miles Gaskins, Miles Gaskin, David Montgomery. I mean, as much as I hate, as much as I hate David Montgomery. You're telling me for three dollars more, he's in a better spot probably a better offensive game script. Yeah, I'd probably go David Montgomery before I'd go Devontae Booker. So, uh, But we will take a look at Derek Carr, 7,200, 28, and 5,800. Derek Carr in GPPs, not in cash. Remember, he f- will fail at certain spots, and I fucking called it last week too as much as I had him in there and I was on it. But uh, let's see, 7,200, 28, 5,800, good for 14th, 12th, and 14th. So he's, he's a decent price. Um, 32nd ranked pass defense, DVOA, 29th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 22 and 23.7. So another good spot for Derek Carr. Does he blow it two weeks in a row? That's really kind of the question here. Um, let's just get this one out of the way. Darren Waller is in play as well. He's a top price tight end, except on on Yahoo, and that's because they include the Kansas City game. Um so you'd have Travis Kelsey available on that one. Come on. There we go. Alright. Uh Twentieth in DVOA versus tight ends, thirty-first in points allowed to the tight end position at twelve point four and fourteen point nine. So, uh, Darren Waller definitely in play there. Um, we're gonna put the trio in. Gonna go Rugs, Aguilar, Renfro. Rugs actually got a target, got a few targets last week. So I want to definitely take a look at that. Um, see if I've been missing something because apparently he's been getting a couple targets each week and it's been longer targets. So against this defense, you can definitely do it. Uh, here's the DVOAs by wide receiver positions. Wide receiver 130, uh, wide receiver 231st, and wide receiver plus 15. So it goes in order. Ruggs, Aguilar, Renfro. And that's how I have it listed in there. They're all pretty much about the same price, really. Um, they're real, real cheap. So definitely something to take a look at. Would I look at uh, Las Vegas' defense against the Jets? I would, 
except that they priced them up. 4400 14 and 3400 good for 6 13th and 6 I'm just I'm not I'm not going to pay up for that um not going to pay up for that defense I would rather pay for the Vikings than to pay for the Raiders defense or better yet I just do Chicago Bears across the board to be completely honest with you other side New York Jets uh, not looking at the running back position. Not looking at... I'm not going to use fucking Sam Darnold. Um, we'll look at the trio of wide receivers on this side from Perriman, Crowder, and Mims. Uh, they're all, again, right around the same price. So, really, we just need to take a look and see... Um, see who we want to use within there. I, I'm always attracted more to Jamison Crowder because it is Sam Darnold. Um, but uh, Perriman has been getting targets. Denzel Mims has been getting targets. So uh, so for me, if you look at it, uh, Perriman's the, the one, Crowder's the two, Denzel Mims is the plus. Uh, against wide receiver ones, they're... The Raiders are 24th against twos, they're 21st, and against wide receiver pluses, they're 19th. So that's kind of how that water falls down there. Um, not looking at the defense at all. Indy at Houston. Indy opened as a 3.5 point favorite. 53 was the over-under. Indy is a 3 point favorite. 50.5 uh, over-under. Definitely, definitely, like everybody is in freaking play here right <laughs> from the indie side uh i think you I, i'm not look I, I, I god can't use philip rivers can you can you maybe maybe um god he's gonna be like the like the second guy cut out uh 7,023 and 5,900 good for 18th, 21st, and 12th. Uh, 22nd rank pass defense DVOA. 22nd in points allowed to the quarterback position at 19.4 and 20.6. I do like this game for points, but... Um, which running back do you like the most, huh? You got Jonathan Taylor coming back from COVID. Could make an argument for Naheem Hines here. I don't know if it's a good argument, but uh, but Jonathan Taylor, uh, pretty much just Jonathan Taylor, right? Should be, you would think. 6,424 and 5,700 good for 16th, 13th, 21st. Uh, 27th ranked rush defense, 21st versus running backs in the passing game, 31st and points allowed to the position at 28 and 32.3. I think it kind of comes down. You would think that they would try to slow this game down, so then you'd keep Deshaun Watson off the field. But if I mean, I mean, if they wanted to go up tempo, then you would look at Hines. But I'm going to put Taylor in there. Uh, just makes the most sense, in my opinion. So, uh, wide receiver position, I'm definitely looking at uh, Michael Pittman. There's no Bradley Roby anymore, so that 22nd ranked DVOA is going to shoot up. 
Uh, Titans are 23rd in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Um, we like Pittman. We like the rookie. So we're going to put him in here. Although Jonathan Taylor would probably be the better the better play uh, for cash. But Pittman, 5,600, 18th, and 4,900. Good for 33rd, 28th, and 34th. So um, I'm not buying into T.Y. Hilton at all. I don't buy into Zach Pascal, any of those guys. Tight ends are very... Uh, for whatever reason, Pro Football Focus always wants to put Mo Ali Cox as the starting tight end and utilize him for the uh, matchups and stuff like that. But really, if you look at it, Trey Burton's been the guy that's been getting targeted uh, the most when they get down in the red zone. And you would expect that they'll be in the red zone pretty pretty often this week. So uh, Trey Burton, 5,500, 14, and 3,500. Good for 11th, 15th, and 15th. We like Trey Burton there. Houston side. We've seen what elite, elite um, quarterbacks have been able to do to the Colts. Uh, so I will take a look at Deshaun Watson, although his price is way up there for the matchup. I would like to see it come down. Uh, 8,231 at 7,500, good for fourth, eighth, and 3rd. Uh, Six-ranked pass defense DVOA. Um, third in points allowed to quarterback position at 15.9 and 16.9. So, he will probably be the first guy that I'll take out. I do still like him in seasonal. I think he'll do a lot with his legs. Um... Not looking at David Johnson. David Johnson's back from his concussion. Um, there's worse running backs that you could use in seasonal. Now see, now see. I like. I do like Brandon Cooks. Still not priced up. Twentieth ranked. DVOA versus wide receiver ones are the Colts. You'd be going against Rock Yassin. Uh, 6,500, 18, and 5,600 go for 19th, 28th, and 24th. They're going to have to pass, so I do like Brandon Cooks this week. Pardon me. Come on, let's put her in there. All right. Got a lot of wide receivers this week. Not a lot of running backs so far. Are they all in the late games? Yeah, speaking of late games, Rams at Rams at Cardinals. Arizona opened as a one-point favorite. 48.5 was the over-under. Rams are now the favorite at three points. 48 is the over-under here. Jeff Mann says that he likes this game to shoot out. Me, not so much. Um, I don't really know what he's seeing. Although Cup, Cup being in the slot um, makes me want to go back to the well. Now, see, he's priced up now on Yahoo. It's funny. There he's at $26. He went up $8. And he had a shitty game. So $6,626 and $6,100 good for 17th, 15th, and 19th. Uh, 
Arizona's 24th against wide receiver twos. He's going to be in the slot, which is where you want to really attack here. 20th ranked DVOA. Or uh, 20th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 31.6 and 40.2. Would be facing corner Byron Murphy. So I like him. I do kind of actually like Josh Reynolds a little bit, but I'm not going to put too much focus in this offense as long as Jared Goff is really kind of, you know, at the head of it. Just not getting the fucking job done. Arizona side, I don't see anything that I like here. I still don't trust Kyler Murray to really get the job done here. Um, running backs are better in the passing game than they are in on the ground. It's just not. I I don't see anything that I really want to attack here. Now I re- I would admit that I kind of like Arizona's defense against the Rams. Um, they're kind of middle middle of the pack here. 3,815 and 2,900 go for 13th, 10th, and 11th. You can try and take advantage of Goff's mistakes. Um, Yeah, I don't don't hate it. I don't hate it whatsoever. Yeah, I think Mans is wrong. I don't know what the fuck he's looking at. Usually something will stick out where I can say, okay, yeah, I see it. This week, no, not so much. <clears throat> New York Giants at Seattle. Seattle opened a seven and a half point favorite. Forty eight was the over under. Seattle's currently an eleven point favorite. Forty seven is the over under here. Uh, Daniel Jones expected not to play. He's doubtful. They've kind of left it open, you know, here. But um, it should be the Colt McCoy show. I like Wayne Gallman, but not in DFS this week. Nice pricing, though. Nice pricing. You have to come back to that. The problem is, is like, I really, really would like to like Darius Slayton because cornerback Trey Flowers is going to be out, um, or he's questionable, and he should be. He's trending towards out. But uh, fifty-seven hundred, sixteen, and forty-six hundred good for thirty-first, thirty-fifth, and thirty-eighth, twenty-fifth ranked DVOA. You're just not getting a lot of um, long throws out of Colt McCoy. It's all short game stuff, which means that it probably lends itself more to Golden Tate, um, who actually is going against Ugo Amade. I'm going to have to take a look at that because Golden Tate's price, holy shit. 5,200, 14, and 3,800. Good for 50th, 50th, and 53rd. We're talking Golden Tate here. Should never be out of the 40s at the very most. You made him a wide receiver five? I mean, they're going to have to throw, right? So I think Golden Tate's definitely in play. Um, I don't want to get too involved with them, though. Definitely not doing it on the Seattle side. Although I do kind of like Russell Wilson in this matchup, even though Giants are fifth in points allowed to the um, quarterback. 
They're 25th in pass defense, uh, DVOA. I think you just got to keep looking at DK Metcalf until he fails. And even when he fails, then you just kind of go back to him. Uh, 8,531 and 8,200 for second, fifth, and second. Uh, I think he can definitely he can definitely take on James Bradbury and take him out. But 17th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 29.7, Man, maybe we do have to take a man. Maybe we do have to take a look at Russell Wilson here. Let's take a look at Tyler Lockett too. Lockett's going against Darnay Holmes. That's not a bad matchup. Twentieth in DVOA versus wide receiver twos. Tyler Lockett seventy nine hundred twenty nine and seventy four hundred good for eighth, eighth and sixth. Wow. I might have to say we have to look at Slayton. No, I. The more and more I keep looking at this, the more and more it makes sense. I'm gonna put Russell Wilson in here. I want to take a look at what they've been doing lately. I don't like Chris Carson that much on FanDuel, but I like him on the other two sites too. You can make a case for him. I'd rather just take a look at the at the quarterback here. They have been running it a little bit more lately, which is actually good for the offense. Um, what was I looking at? Oh, Darius Slayton, that's right. I think you can make a case, though, for... I think you can make a stronger case for... Um, Come on, what are you doing? I think you can make a stronger case for the Seattle defense and you can really... The Giants offense coming going all the way to the West Coast. Where Seattle's defense is at. Hmm. Third, tenth, and seventh, huh? Let's see how you guys have been doing lately. A lot of stuff to like this week. A lot of stuff to like. That's why this is running way too fucking long. Hour and six minutes. Good lord. Let's see here. Philly at Green Bay. Green Bay opened a six and a half point favorite. They're now an eight and a half point favorite. Still forty eight and a half is the over under. Um I do like Miles Sanders. In this game, you have to. If Dave Montgomery goes off, then you have to look at Miles Sanders. It just is what it is. You can make a case for Boston Scott, too, if you want. Saying that the Philly's going to be playing from behind. And it's Philadelphia, so they're more willing to use a different running back. Um, but Miles Sanders, 7,200. 26 and 6,700. Good for 11th, 9th, and 11th. 24th ranked DVOA rush defense. Are the Green Bay Packers 24th against running backs in the passing game? Uh, 30, 
pardon me, 30th in points allowed to the running back position, 27.8 and 32.4. I don't give a fuck about any of the wide receivers. Uh, Dallas Goddard would probably be the guy I would look at, but I don't want to pay that price, to be honest with you. On the Green Bay side, uh, Aaron Rodgers would be more of a GPP play just based on the matchup, but he's been, like I said, he's been tearing it up. He did it again last week against the Bears. Not that many, not that many uh, uh, passing yards, but I mean, four fucking touchdowns. Yeah, you're definitely going to take a look here. So, Rodgers, come on. Put it in there. There you go. You got Rodgers, not looking at the running backs whatsoever. This is all going to be through the air. And you can actually look at all three um, wide receivers. Uh, Adams, Lazard, and MVS are actually all in play. MVS has an advantage against almost all the wide receiver or all the cornerbacks because of his height and his speed. But I am more on Devontae Adams and Allen Robinson. Or pff, Allen Robinson. Good lord, am I fucking that tired already? Allen Lazard. Uh, Adams, of course, uh, top priced wide receiver across the board. Allen Robinson. Or <laughs> Allen Lazard. 5,616 and 50. And 5,000, good for 33rd, 35th, 33rd. Uh, MVS is 5,715 and 4,400, good for 31st, 44th, and 44th. Eagles are 23rd in DVOA versus wide receiver 1s, 30th in DVOA versus wide receiver 2s. That's Alan Lazard. And 16th versus wide receiver pluses. Uh, that came down uh, considerably this last week, otherwise, it was at 20th. So. Um, very, very good spots there. If you want to fully complement a Green Bay side stack, uh, you can look at Robert Tunyon. Uh, Philly is 26 in DVOA versus tight end, and they are 21st in points allowed to the tight end position. Uh, at 10.8 and 13.8 points allowed. So it's definitely in play. Uh, Robert Tunyon, 5,919 and 3,700. So 6th, 5th, and 12th. Uh, DK Price is very, very good. He's only $200 more than Trey Burton. I think he can take advantage of that. Green Bay Packers defense against Philly. Ooh. Philly is 29th and points allowed to opposing team defenses. So I kind of like that. They're priced up, though. Dude. Dude. They're so priced up. I don't know if I can trust that. I like him in seasonal. I probably don't like him in DFS as much. Although I do kind of like it more than Seattle for whatever reason. You should just put bears in there and just leave it at that. Really, I should. 
Uh, let's see here. New England at L.A. Chargers. Chargers were opened as a one-and-a-half point favorite. 49 is the over-under. Uh, currently, it is at a pick'em. It is 47-and-a-half is the over-under. Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't like anything in fucking New England outside of Jacoby Myers. Um, There's just nothing to like. This offense is fucking terrible with Cam Newton. Uh, Jacoby Myers, 5,917 and 5,500. Uh, good for 27th, 30th, and 25th. I like slot receivers and tight ends, but since there's no tight end, then I guess we're looking at the slot wide receiver. Um, 29th in DVOA versus wide receiver twos. Uh, but the Chargers are 7th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 26.7 and 32.8. Would face off against Chris Harris. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, Charger side, I am not on Herbert. I know I've seen a lot of Herbert in there. I'm not going to use the wide receivers. I haven't been against the New England, except, you know, maybe that shot on DeAndre Hopkins last week, but that was just as a kind of a... Uh, uh, contrarian play guy can beat any corner at any point in time. Um, so fading the passing game, I like using running backs against New England. We saw it with Kenny Drake last week. Uh, so we're looking at Austin Eckler, 7,027 and 7,100. Good for 12th, 8th, and 7th. 28th rank pass, uh, or my bad. Rush defense DVOA, 25th versus running backs in the passing game, 17th in points allowed to the position at 20.6 and 23.4. So uh, Austin Eckler's probably going to be the cash game running back this week, to be completely honest. Sunday night football. Uh, let's see if we can find something that we like for uh, our Yahoo site uh, since they put the Sunday night football game in there. Uh, Kansas City, or Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City opened as a 13-point favorite. 48 was the over-under. Kansas City is now a 14-point favorite at 51 is the over-under. Boy, oh boy. I don't know. Running backs are generally spot to attack, but I don't like Melvin Gordon. Um, and uh, Philip Lindsay's been sucking ass lately, so... Not really on them. Not really on Noah Fant. Noah Fant would be about well. Noah Fant would be about the only guy that I like on Denver. Uh, but I'm just not really into this game that much. I'll have to take a look at it. I'll have to see what happened with the history of this game. Because I'd like to say Patrick Mahomes. Honestly, I'd say Patrick Mahomes. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is questionable with an illness, so whether or not he plays or not is kind of the thing. Um, Le'Veon Bell would become kind of like a chalk value play at 14. But whether you wouldn't know that until game time. That's the only problem. So... don't like them. I kind of like Tyreek. See, I like Tyreek Hill. I like... Travis Kelsey, I like a lot from the Kansas City side. Whether or not any of them make it 
in there because I think we got enough with the regular portion of the slate that we're not going to need to worry about too much going late. So I think we're just going to stick with where we we are at and finish this podcast up. Actually got it at an hour and 15 minutes. It's generally about 15 minutes quicker than the usual podcast or for the Saturday morning podcast at least. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to get to work on this, get it all done up, put a bow on it and uh, have it ready for you guys for later today. And we can kick week 13's ass. Remember there'll be another podcast later after the article is all done. We'll go through that one real quick. So have a good rest of your Saturday. I'll talk to you later. 